0: This is Growth Decoded to Go, a podcast from a show that helps you grow your business by figuring out the customer experience, one piece at a time. We do this to share our findings with you, wherever you are. Because this podcast is only the audio portion of the show, there might be some references to visuals, but don't fret, because we've included links to the video version of the show in the podcast description. All right, let's get into it. Ahoy there, Internet, and welcome back to Growth Decoded, a show that helps you conquer the customer experience and grow your business. I'm your host, Ernie Santorelli, and this potted masterpiece here is Plantasia. I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, oh, yeah, no, totally. I thought you said graceful skateboard, but that makes way more sense. Anyway, today we're talking about affiliate marketing. You know, affiliate marketing, the whole earn money while you're sleeping, or make sure to sign up using this link, or anyone can make six figures in a month. That thing, right? Wrong. That kind of affiliate marketing is not what we're talking about, but rather, what does it mean to be a true affiliate with true knowledge and expertise, helping real people solve their problems? The term affiliate marketing has gotten a bit of a bad reputation. So we sat down with marketing coach, consultant, and active campaign affiliate Kendra Losey to set the record straight. Let's take a look. All right, we are now joined by Kendra Losey. She is a teacher at several universities of marketing and social media. She's the founder CMO of Moda Marketing and also an active campaign affiliate. Um, Thank you for coming to our our hallway studio here at Social Media Marketing World. Great to have you on the show.
1: Thank you, absolutely. It's a great hallway studio, I love it. I love what you've done with it.
0: Yeah, we, we, uh, we've made some minor renovations, um, and they turned out really well, I think. So um, before we kind of get into uh, talk about you know affiliate programs and, and whatnot, um, could you tell us a little bit about you and, and what you do?
1: Absolutely. So I have been doing digital marketing for around 20 years, and I've started teaching marketing and social media about 10 years ago at several different universities. And um, about six years ago, I actually started my own business and decided to go out, and my very first client was a cannabis Client, so that's actually how I ended up in the cannabis niche. So half of my business is cannabis and CBD companies, and the other half is higher education, um, which is my background.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Awesome, um, great. So uh, you are Active Campaign affiliate, Absolutely. A partner, um, and so if if you don't mind me asking, why did you decide to to become an Active Campaign partner?
1: Absolutely. So, when I first started in cannabis and CBD space, I started looking at different tools and different resources and that's a very limited niche as far as a regulated industry. And there's not a lot of there's not a lot of tools that can be used. And so, I did a ton of research and I found that Active Campaign was one that I could use and recommend for CBD clients as long as there was no THC in it, you know, and, and being very careful there. But um, not only that, I've also used, many, 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 many different email marketing tools over the years. And Active campaign is one that I always came back to. Hmm. So between the niche of being able to support an industry um, that's very heavily regulated, and then also knowing that I actually really like the using the product and recommending it to clients anyway, it was really honestly a no-brainer to sign up for the affiliate program.
0: Awesome, awesome. And so how, how long have you been a partner
1: for? I've been a partner for five years.
0: Five years, awesome. And in that time, um, what kind of impact has it had on on your business?
1: So it's really funny you ask that because at that time I did a ton of research. I put together a video and a blog post and recommending ActiveCampaign as the tool that I use and great for this industry space um, within reason, obviously. And um, it started bringing it, generating quite a bit of revenue first for one piece of content. Mm. So over the years, it's generated quite a bit of revenue and it's definitely helped me evolve from more that influenced my decision to evolve my business more from just social media to overall content marketing in general.
0: Mm. Can, you, can you talk about that evolution a little bit? Like what else kind of brought on that expansion from you know, social media to, to more services?
1: Absolutely. So my background, like I said, is digital marketing and it's finding that niche. I teach social media, so it was a very easy thing to start out doing social media and strategy. And as um, technology has evolved with video and with blog posts and with email marketing tools have continued to improve and really the need to grow and and really dive into those um, relationships with customers it was honestly made so much more sense mm. particularly because in regulated industries you can't always rely on social media accounts get shut down and you want to right. own that relationship with the customer and the best way to do that is email yeah so it's driving it's teaching people to not only get people to from social media to your website but also doing something with that relationship once they get there
0: yeah absolutely so I like there's a. There's like, a lot of problems to solve.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of in, problems in to a solve. a lot of
0: obstacles to navigate in Absolutely. that industry.
1: Absolutely. But there's also the same, you know, there's, there's a lot of regulated industries out there. Right. And a lot of industries have different regulations and different levels of regulation. When I was in higher ed, we had certain things we couldn't do. And when Finn, um, I have some financial services clients, there's a lot of things you can't do there. Right. So it's not just CBD and cannabis. It's just those, you know, like CBD, cannabis. Gambling. right? There's a lot of things that are very heavily regulated, but even those mid-areas, it doesn't take a lot for accounts on social media to get shut down. Right. And so then what do you do if you have built that out and focused all your effort there?
0: You still got to communicate with yep. your, your audience somehow. And I say
1: that even at a social media conference. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, okay, so in the five years that you've been an ActiveCampaign affiliate and partner, um, what has your experience been like with ActiveCampaign?
1: It's been fantastic. One, as a, you know, the usability of the tool itself has been great. And then as a partner, an affiliate partner, it's that relationship has evolved and it's definitely grown a lot in the past year. Mm. You know, originally, I think. It, I, I wasn't doing enough to really make a difference, and I didn't really get any resources or anything, or I didn't see any resources come about. But I would say in the last year, there's been a tremendous growth in terms of the number of resources and options that, and opportunities that I've noticed and I've been trying to take advantage of as well.
0: Awesome. That's, that is really great to hear. Um, and it's certainly something you know, that we are working on you know, developing, growing, and, and helping our partners because they're a huge, important part of what we do.
1: Absolutely, and it shows. Just even, like I said, in the past year, it's just been a big difference.
0: Awesome. Um, so in regards to our partner program, um, are, are, first of all, are you a member of any other partner program?
1: I am. I'm a member of a few other um, part, uh, technology and partner programs. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, how, do we, how do we stack up?
1: In the last year, fantastic. <laughs> In the last year it's been great and just in terms of providing the resources and being able to get quick access to questions and people and just having the tools that help encourage me to be like, oh, I should be doing more and remind me um, and to look at different ways that I can continue to promote and be a partner and and work together.
0: Yeah. What are you, um, what would you like to see more of from us? What, what, what could we do better?
1: Um, I think that there's, um, let's see here, that's a great question. I think that there are some resources that, you know, I wasn't available, I didn't realize was available because I started so long ago that almost like a refresh of some of the resources and here's what's available and like a little more access to things on the portal I think would be helpful Um, because, and some of it's there and some of it I know I haven't taken advantage of, but some of it I'm like I've gone to look for different things. And I haven't been able to find it like, okay, well now this is just taking me back to the same thing. So just understanding more of what's available because I think there's a lot available that even I, after four years, five years, wasn't even aware of.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, so if you're talking to somebody who is you know, evaluating or looking into becoming a partner or joining a partner program, what words of advice or, or words of caution maybe do you have for them?
1: That's a really good question. So as far as if you're looking to join a partner program, I think one is making sure it's a tool or a partner that you believe in. You know, I always say make sure their values are the same, but it's even more than that, right? Like, I really like ActiveCampaign and recommend it because of things with automation and things that makes life so much easier, whether or not it's, you know, supporting the industry, you know, because the rest of the industries are supported. So that's taking that even out of the equation. It's making sure that that it can do what you want it to do and that you know it can help solve your customers' problems. Mm-hmm because that's where you're going to start. Right. And then two is looking at the partnership to make sure it's not just necessarily one-sided because there's some partner programs where you can put a lot of work into it and they're like, oh, here's, the, here's, here's a gold star. And you're like, that's not, that's great, but I just made 40 videos for you and I've driven all these people and I don't, you know, this gold star is great, thanks. Um, but making sure that, that there's respect and um, that things work both ways.
0: So are there any, like red flags or anything like when you're when you're evaluating partner program is there anything that kind of would be like oh like here's something that I should look out for like in regards to kind of what you were just saying
1: yeah you know I've seen some where there's uh almost a requirement of okay Mm. you'd be a partner but you have to be a customer and you have to be doing this and you have to be doing that and you have to like the requirements are crazy okay which is fine like I get they want you to be a customer I don't I don't fault them for that but there's some that I've seen where that you need to generate this number of sales or do this and this and I'm, I'm not here to be a salesperson i'm here because i believe in your product and i want to promote it and because it's going to help solve my customers problems and right if it doesn't solve them this month i don't want to be kicked out because it could solve them next month
0: so that that emphasis or at least on a, a symbiotic relationship absolutely. is very important absolutely. right absolutely. otherwise it's mm-hmm. not a partnership it's absolutely it's i um, being an unpaid employee <laughs> exactly
1: exactly exactly and i've seen that a couple times where i was like ooh, okay that's not what I'm here for. Not what you want. Not what <laughs> I you want. I have my own business, not yours. Right. So
0: in terms of like getting the word out about, you know, if you are an affiliate, if you are a partner, how do you, do, do you, is it necessary? Like, is it a precursor that you have to have an audience or have to have customers first? Like, how do you get started? How do you get the word out about that? How do you share oh, your, your link?
1: That's a really good, that's a really good question. Like I said, I found personally, I found a problem that needed solving, and so I did the research, put the work in, and then created a video and blog post um, to help solve that problem, to let people know, because everyone in the industry knew it was a problem, right? So, but no one had addressed it online. So for me, that worked, but if you're starting out and you might be in a more crowded niche, um, I think that it's just starting by telling people and demonstrating it and showing the value of how you're using it, because once again, it goes back to something you believe in, makes it a lot easier to promote it and really get that, gain that momentum. Yeah. And whether you have an audience or you're building one, sometimes you can just build it together. I didn't have an audience when I started. No one knew who I was in that mark in that niche. Sure. Just here's here's the information you might need.
0: Mm. And, and I think, so it, the affiliate marketing, you know, it might have kind of a, a negative connotation for mm-hmm. some, or it kind of comes with this like word of caution, right? Like, right. oh yeah. like an internet bro told me I can become an (laughs) affiliate for a bunch of different you know Uh I'm gonna just blast uh my links everywhere and then I I just sit there and sleep and have passive income um so what would you say to people who kind of view like affiliate marketers or agencies and things like that like in that light
1: I think that for me honestly a lot of us put a lot of time and energy testing tools when I look at email marketing tools I have used probably about seven different tools and for me to have done that research and save you the time and effort, it might be worth it if you click a link and I might make some money off it because right. I've already done the experience over here to save you the time and effort. Now, I think that goes back to trusting your source. Mm-hmm. You know, Because if someone's gonna trust me that I already know what I'm doing, um, they're not gonna have a problem clicking that link and I'm not gonna have a problem asking them to.
0: Yeah. And you have invested the time. You are an expert in, Absolutely. in this. And Absolutely.
1: And there was something actually on the blog post that I put that I included as like a star next to any ones that I've already used. Mm. Like, okay, here's the seven I've already used. You can trust me that this is the one that right. you want to
0: use. I do know what I'm talking about. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Um, oh, I just had a question and then I lost it with the mm, stars. Don't you hate I, it when that I happens? I do hate it when that happens. Um, oh, I remember, it's back. So you do a lot for social media marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. What are like the three things that, you know, are like foundational cornerstone things that either you're, you implement for your customers or that you think they have to be doing? Video. Video. Could you say more about that?
1: So video on when it comes to there's a couple different things. One, uh, online Google rewards video, social media platforms, everyone's rewarding video. So if you do video, you're automatically gonna be doing better. But it's not just the video, right? Because you can create a video and then not tell anyone about it. So being able to use email marketing to share out your video and help make sure that everyone knows that you created this is going to help drive more traffic and help make you, um, help your customers know, like, and trust you a lot faster. Um, and, I know that was not 3 but video there's aspects of about know, yeah. 3 in there and <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's see. So number one is video. Number two, I'm, you know, I would say video is all three, but that's not. Number two goes back to really understanding your message and that you're targeting, you're reaching the right message to the right audience. Yep. Because if you're not reaching, if you you can say anything you want, but if no one's listening and/or it's not addressing a problem they have, or you're trying to talk to everyone versus your your target customer, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. And I actually hear that a lot from people. Um, that their ta- their market's everybody. Well, that's cute, but you're going to lose. Unless you have dollars like Disney, you're going to lose everybody. Right. Um, so the second one is really making sure that you know your audience and knowing that message. And it doesn't matter what tactics you use. If you don't have that, you're, you're not going to be um, anywhere. And three is repurposing your content so I'm kind of all over the place here but if you're creating video or if you're creating blog posts or if you're creating emails is all of that takes a lot of effort so if you can plan and organize and create your content in a way that it's aligned addressing that audience and speaking to people in the different ways that they might want to be spoken to right some people like to read some people like to listen some people like to watch you're making sure you're hitting all the all the different points
0: Mm. and if you know your customer then you know the content you're creating is is valuable to them exactly that's uh kind of the the theme of this show i would say At, over time it's kind of emerged as like every single topic that we cover every aspect of it's just like if you don't know your customer and you don't know what they expect and you don't manage that then you, absolutely you don't win
1: <laughs> absolutely and on top of that when i'm teaching so a lot of times people will come and say oh you've been doing marketing for a while you know i've got this business what should i be doing for it right, right. like if you tell me your who your customers are what your goals are and what type of business you're in, what you do, how, like, we can start mapping that out pretty quickly. But if you don't know your goals, if you don't know your customer and the problem you're solving, it's not gonna matter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, now I can't think of a better way to uh, to wrap this up uh, than that right there. So Kendra, thank you so much for stopping by, for sitting down with us, we really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, thank you.
0: All right, if you wanna be a successful affiliate, you have to put in the time and effort to test different tools. This helps you build trust with your audience. It helps you earn the credibility that's necessary for someone to hear your recommendation and take it seriously. As Kendra said, a lot of true affiliates have invested a lot of time, effort, and money in learning, testing, evaluating a bunch of different tools so that they can help you make the best decision possible. Not only that, but make sure that you actually believe in the tool that you're helping to promote. If you truly believe in or are a fan of the tool that you're affiliating with, That will make a world of difference in terms of how believable, helpful, and successful you'll be in your affiliate program. And that is our show. Thank you to Kendra for sitting down with us and speaking about her experience being an affiliate and a partner. And thank you for your time today. I'm Ernie. This is Plantasia. This has been Growth Decoded. Until next time, go forth and automate. Thanks for listening to Growth Decoded To Go. For the latest updates on growth decoded and links to the live show, you can sign up to be a part of the grow team at activecampaign.com slash events slash growth hyphen decoded.